Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast, where we try to make sense of the dirty and the divine in our messy world. My name is Zach, and I'm an ex-pastor, a struggling addict, and I deal with major anxiety and depression. Yet I deeply believe in God's presence in my life and in your life as well. I hope today's conversation inspires your thoughts, challenges your beliefs, and helps you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. Thanks for joining. What is up, my Dirty Devotional family? Welcome back to the Dirty Devotional Podcast. Zach here, so excited to be able to spend some time with you. Y'all, if you're brand new to the podcast, I want to let you know we do these every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. They're around 10 minutes long. My hope is that it helps you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. And y'all, we're on episode 100 and something. I don't even know. Um, It's been wild. We're close to the end of the year. And I have some exciting, exciting things I want to talk about today. But before I dive into those, um, I want to give a shout out to all of those who have been listening to the podcast, who um, specifically those who have left reviews in um, the Apple Podcast app, who have reached out to me. I can't tell you how much it means to me uh, when I go in and read how this podcast has affected you. Um, but what's even more beautiful is when you go in and share your feedback uh, what it does is it opens the door for other people to listen. And I've gotten people who've started listening because of your words about the podcast. And so if you haven't done that yet, it would mean the world to me um, if you do that. And if you've already done that, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for helping us continue to spread the word about this podcast, continue to reach more people so that, man, so that people can feel loved, they can feel seen, they can feel known, they can feel heard. That's what this is about. And today I want to talk specifically about um, a show that my wife and I just finished up last week uh, called Non-Perfect Strangers. Now, this is originally a book. My wife reads, um, y'all, I should have wrote down the author's name. I want to say it's like Leanne Moardy or something. Um, but she, my wife loves her books. She's read all of her books almost, except for her new one that just came out. Um, but one of her books, Non-Perfect Strangers, um, was adapted into a television show, a television series on Hulu. And we decided to start watching it last week, and we actually ended up binge-watching the whole thing in a week. It was so good. I really enjoyed it. It was a little bit weird. Um, it's a little bit inappropriate, so if you got kids, I probably wouldn't recommend you watching it. Um, but the whole premise of the show is um, these non-individuals end up, and some of them know each other. One of them's a family. The rest of them are all kind of singles. There's one couple. But they all go to this uh, retreat uh, center called Tranquilium. Um, it's probably, probably pronounced better than that. I'm just from the South and can't say things correctly. Um, they all go here because this place, this leader named Masha, uh, is known to change people's lives, whatever they're grieving from, whatever they're dealing with, whether it's relationship troubles, tragedy, loss, shame, um, identity crisis, whatever it is, um, people have been radically changed here. And so these non-strangers show up. Um, and they're all dealing with something. And basically, the course of the show is about um, how she uh, deals with them and helps them overcome. And it's pretty questionable methods. Some of it's actually pretty interesting. Um, but that is what the show is about. Now, I'm going to give you a little bit of a spoiler with it because there's something really important that I want to talk about from the show. And that is one of the families in particular, they show up. It's a mom and dad and a daughter. They show up to this place because their son had committed suicide, I think it was like two years before, a year before. Um, and they are dealing tragically with this. They are having a really hard time moving forward. Um, and throughout the show, you kind of understand a little bit more why. 
Uh, but near the end of the show, they end up taking these, um, taking something where they actually come into an, an encounter with Zach. They all end up having this vision of having this conversation with Zach, and Zach is um, conversing back to them. I know it's weird. His name's Zach. I know I, it's really crazy, but that is the show. I'm not making that up. But Zach is, is talking to them, and the family is just asking all these questions like, why? Why would you make this decision? Why did you um, use this new belt I bought you? Was that just like a big F you to the, and they're, they're just really struggling. They're trying to figure out, you know, did they play a part in him making this decision? And he ends up saying, saying a couple things that are thought were really good. And, um, he looks at them and he says this. He says to this, this broken family, um, his mom, his dad, and his sister, he says, you have to separate me from that day. And I love that because they have basically taken all of Zach's life. I think he was 17 years old, 16 years old, 18 years old, somewhere in there. And they had taken his whole life and they have um, welded it down to, to this, this one single event of him committing suicide. They had, they had removed everything else about his life, the, the good, the joyful, the, the great. And they, all they could hold on to was this, this last event. And if you've, if you've had someone who's uh, committed suicide, I'm sure you can deal with this from someone who has dealt with depression and suicidal thoughts and suicidal attempts. I, I totally get it because it's easy to get wrapped up into this one event and for people around you, for that to be the one thing that defines you. And I want you to know that this isn't just something that is real when it comes to suicide. This is something all of us deal with is that we all seem to attach seem to attach ourselves to the things we've done that were the worst of us that that we seem to attach ourselves to to these horrible bad things we've done and if we're not careful they end up becoming who we are. And so I want to talk today about about what Zach said in the show, this idea of you have to separate me from that day. And today I want to challenge you with three things. It's for one, we have to set, you need to separate yourself from what you've done. Listen, your past does not have to define you unless you allow it. You have to separate yourself from a decision you've made last week, last month, last year, maybe maybe decades ago. There is something that you've attached yourself to a behavior and you think that is just who I am. And that that attachment, that identity has been holding you back your whole life or since that event because you've believed that is who you are and that's how it's got to be. You have to separate yourself from that. Sometimes the worst critic is yourself. And some of you, you believe these awful, nasty things about yourself and you have to separate yourself from that. Um, I love the Bible. Jesus talks about this over and over again, about how your past no longer defines you, that you, you're no longer who you were. And it's just important for us to separate ourselves from those things because that is what God calls us into. It's a beautiful freedom that God tells us that we can experience is when we decide to separate ourselves from what we've done from our past. The second thing is this, you need to separate yourself from what others think about you and what others have said about you. Now, here's the thing is if you've done something to someone, um, it is easy for them to have one perspective of your life. That the only thing that they are going to hold on to is how you directly have impacted them. And I, I can tell you from this that there are people that have been in my life that I've hurt and their ideas of me is defined by what I've done. And they will say things based off that idea. And even though it's not fair, they shouldn't do that because there's way more to me than that. And they know that it's a reality. 
But it's easy for me to listen to what other people say about me and what other people believe about me and for me to attach myself to those ideas, for me to become so concerned about what they say that it actually begins defining my value. And that's never a good place to be. Because if we end up living for people's acceptance, we'll we'll end up dying in the rejection because people are not consistent when it comes to that. You're not perfect, I'm not perfect, and eventually we are going to hurt someone, including ourselves, and we have to be able to separate ourselves from what other people think about us. Now listen, you may have a family member or a spouse that has just been verbally abusive, emotionally abusive, that has made you feel like trash, and listen, you need to separate yourself from that relationship. You need to get help. You need to talk to someone that is not okay. Don't give them that power to define you. Separate yourself from what others think about you. And the last thing is this, is I want you to, this isn't a separate, I don't want you to separate from something. Instead, I want you to embrace what God says and thinks about you. This is really important and it can be cliche, especially if you're not a Christian, you're listening to this, um, because it's like, well, this is just where we always end up. Listen, I want to talk a little bit about um, why, why this is important. Because God has nothing to say about you but good things. A lot of times we think God, um, we get this idea that God is this judgmental jerk um, who just is this killjoy um, who is just trying to ruin our lives. But the Bible doesn't doesn't reflect that. The Bible shows us that that we there's a God who deeply loves us, who created us with hit with intention and purpose. That He calls us heirs to His throne, sons and daughters of His. That He claims us as part of His family. Uh, that he claims us as peacemakers, as powerful, um, as as grace-filled, um, purpose-filled, that he gives us all of these incredible names, um, and he speaks over our lives. Because, listen, sometimes with our life and the people around us, we get so caught up, they get so caught up in our past, in our pain, and in our problems, and instead God speaks to our potential, and he speaks to the person that he created us to be. And today, if you can separate yourself from what you've done, if you can separate yourself from other what other people have said about you and embrace the things God has said about you, what you can find in it is you can find freedom. You can find hope, strength to continue on another day. You can find the, the courage and the grace to forgive yourself and to move on with your life, to, to try new things, to open a new chapter. And today you can find that. And so listen, just like Zach said in Non-Perfect Strangers, you have to separate me from that day. Separate yourself from the things you've done. Separate yourselves from what other people have said about you. And instead, embrace the things that God has said about you and believes about you. Let me pray for you. God, thank you for today. Lord, thank you for every person listening to this. God, I pray that you help them let go of their their the things that they're holding on to. Let go of the things people have said about them, Lord, and help them find you, hold on to you, experience more of the truths you want to speak into their lives. Lord, I believe you want that for them. I believe you want that for all of us, Lord, and we thank you for it. We thank you that you love us in spite of us, Lord, that you know us so well and that you love us so much, Lord. And we ask all of this in your name. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining me on today's devotional. If you want to get more connected, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at Z underscore chill. That's at Z underscore C-H-I-L. Or you can connect with myself and other listeners through our private Facebook group. You can find this by searching Dirty Devotional Podcast, Dirty Family. Lastly, if you enjoy the podcast, please take time to rate it on iTunes or Spotify. 
This helps us reach more people and lets us know that my content is making a difference in your life. Most importantly, I hope today you felt seen, known, and loved by a real God. Be blessed.